when people do downstep, knowing my circumstances, how do I say, how are you doing? I would say, well, I keep my head down and march forward. Every time I would say that, I felt really strongly about it. I was 100% convinced that it was the right attitude. Until, of course, one day, God decided it was time to help me to think. I sensed him saying that although I'm going through a storm, I can still choose to keep my head up. A very, very simple statement. Not quite so simple to follow, as I tend to curl up like an hedgehog when I go through difficult times. God has taught me that by keeping my head down, I keep myself disconnected from him. Because what I can see, it is just what is around me. God says, look up, focus on me. First part of John 10.10 says that the thief's purpose is to steal, to kill and destroy. That verse is so true. In the past, I kept my head down many, many times because of the pressure of circumstances. Looking back, I can see how much I've been dropped off. Just like the Bible says, it comes to steal. What's worse, what's worse is that I didn't help at times by keeping the front door wide open. When my husband and I moved to Ashford <coughs> from London, a lot was happening with my husband's job. I was always on my own with Julia, who was two at the time, was pregnant. Days were long. I didn't have friends. I didn't know the area, and I had a blood condition that would keep me so tired all the time. I didn't know back then I could keep my joy in the midst of the circumstances I was in. I was so focused on the negative, on the fact that I was on my own, tired, I didn't have friends, and I was feeling lonely. Basically, it was all about me. What if I had kept my joy in the situation I was in? What if I had stopped and thought for a second, God hasn't planned this for me, but surely is using it for my good. I may not see it now, but one day I will raise my hands and thank him. What if I had kept the front door shut and prevent the thief from breaking in? James 1.23 says, Consider it pure joy whenever you go through trials of any sort or fall into various temptations. Be assured and understand that the trials and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. I was checking the dictionary for the meaning of steadfastness and I found that one of the translations is fixed in direction. That made me think of a picture I had a while ago. I saw a ballerina well, who was doing a body study and as it happens, my mind started to wander off. I saw this ballerina spinning around and around and wondered how she could do it without falling, feeling dizzy, or panicking. Oh, sick as well. I sensed God saying, don't you know how she's able to do that? 
So straight away, I went to Google it. Because <laughs> you want to know. Um, one of the reasons a ballerina can do that is called spotting. The dancers fix their gaze on a single location. I thought, wow, it is the same with God. No matter how much difficult circumstances, trials or life in general make us feel dizzy, panicky, a bit sick at times, as long as we practice spotting, we will be fine. We will be able to stand strong and finish strong. As long as we keep our gaze on Him, no matter what, we will never fall. It is sad that there is no way back and no opportunity to make it up for it. But thank God that He cared for us enough that He wants us to grow and mature. And He is happy to discipline where we are at and instruct us so that we can develop our character and attitude and lead us to live a life based on joy rather than try and pursue happiness in things that we know don't make our happiness last very long. By staying connected to God, He will keep us joyful and safe in the storms of life. We see it happening through nature as well. There are trees that spread their roots wide below, wide below the surface. Others spread their roots really deep down. When strong storms come to pass, those trees that spread their roots widely just beneath the surface will get easily uprooted. The other ones may look knocked, shattered, but they, they are still up. Just like 2 Corinthians 4.9 says, We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We may knock down, but not destroyed. By staying connected to God, we are kept spiritually alive. Our joy is found in the connection we have in our Father, with our Father. Our joy is His presence in our life. Psalm 16.11 says that in God's presence there is fullness of joy. So, we mentioned the first part of John 10.10 earlier. So now let's look at what the last part says. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I do volunteer at school that my girls attend. And one morning we were doing arrays, which are arrangements of objects and pictures in columns and rows. They are useful representations of multiplication concept. The teacher wrote on the board, seven times three equals. And the kids sitting in my group kept putting their hands up and saying, I know that one, I know it, I know the answer. I had to tell them a few times that it was really, really good that they knew the answer. But it wasn't really what we were looking for. They, they really had to show us that they understood the process, how to go through it. Later on in the day, as I struggled to keep my joy, I heard God echoing the same words I spoke to children in the class that morning. He said, Alessie, you know the end result. You're saying, you know you will go to heaven one day. Now, Lord, you have to show me that you understand the process, that you understand how to get there. I didn't send Jesus to die for you said you would leave him with your life, with a chip on your shoulder, just getting by. You are a princess, you are my princess, and I made you, and I want you to live an abundant, rich, and satisfying life. 
above and beyond what you can think or imagine. It is important that we know the process of how to live a joyful life. It is by letting God to be part of our everyday life, not only Sunday morning or during morning, evening prayers, grace, but into every aspect of our life. God is interested in the smallest thing and the biggest one. He knows the importance of staying connected. So, talking about or staying connected, John 15, 4 says, Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit, and John is one of those, if it is severed from the vine. And you will not be fruitful unless you remain in me. So, joy is a decision. I remember once asking God for different things, not all at the same time. I was frustrated because it wasn't happening, and one day I vented it all out. My husband was listening to me, and then he said, and I was dreading when he opened his mouth, anyway, he said, well, Alessi, I think, if you think about it, you have everything you've asked for. It was like a sudden slap on my cheek that I didn't see coming. That is the best I can describe it. He said, it just didn't happen the way you expected to. That again, because I was so focused on me, I missed the fact that God gave me what I wanted. He only did it the way he knew it was best for me to receive it. At that point, I had a decision to make. I could decide to go down the pride way and say, yes, but, uh, yeah, but honestly, or the joyful one, and be thankful and grateful. It is not easy to choose the second one because it takes discipline and humility at first. But once we truly recognize that being joyful brings glory to God, it will be a great pleasure for us to choose it on purpose, no matter what. So, to recap. Um, first, be aware of the first part of John 10.10. 10. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. So what do we do? We stay connected all the time to the source of joy. We practice spotting during trials and difficult times. And we have a pliable heart. We all have an agenda. And most of the time, things need to happen when we want to. And they need to be the way we want to. God has asked me, and maybe some of you as well, to have a pliable heart, adaptable, pliant, supple, stretchable, malleable, workable, accommodating, responsive, to give God space to work in us, to receive his ways that are always perfect, with joy, humility, and gratitude. When Taking this out early. When um, I was in Italy, I was working uh, in ambulances. I was working for Red Cross. Uh, it was unpaid work. And uh, one day I went on my shift 
and the way it is. And I said, hi everyone. And uh, one lady came to me and she said, you irritate me so much. <laughs> she said, you are always so smiley, you are so happy all the time. And anyway, and sometimes, sometimes I think it that opened my eyes because who knows me knows a bit about my story, the fact that it was a really hard childhood with my dad. And uh, he was never happy about anything. Uh, he would call me names for the time. And because of him, I grew up really anxious. And I started to suffer from panic attacks. So I had quite a few trips to the hospital. And, uh, and I thought, you can't live a life, a life based on your circumstances. You need to live a life dependent on God. And I feel so good about choosing, choosing to live a way that it's not always easy, but glorifies God because, I don't know, it makes me think that it does it for my good anyway. My dad has never changed. My dad is still who he is. And I think to myself, if I didn't make that decision, so many years would have passed with me in Peter. It would have ruined my life. But it didn't happen because I made that decision that wasn't easy at all. But I look back and I feel really sad for my dad. I can think about him in a way that is not bitter because it hasn't, it hasn't taken away from me much because I didn't let him to. So I've got something to give you. And it's a card and there is Psalms 118, 24. It says, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In the Bible there is written that today is the day. It's not tomorrow when the conference is over, it's not next week when the house is tidy, it's not in two months when uh, the offset report school has come, it's not, you know, inspection has start over, it's today. In the midst of all we go through, we get up and choose to be joyful, no matter what. So, um,